Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Double Click Podcast. This week is part two of God's Will. All right, welcome back. We are on part two, talking about God's will. If you have not listened to our previous podcast, which was part one, mm-hmm. uh, we strongly encourage you to go do that because it's kind of the precursor yep. to what we're going to talk about today. It's where you need to start. Where you need to start. Yep. Yes. What was precursor to weird award? Do what? Like me saying you, <laughs> you, you, you like like you like correct corrected me. I was just no, just letting people know that that's that's part one. Oh, you, you were you, echoing. Okay, yeah, sorry. Just it, echoing. You if if you don't there. know what just happened, then you need to listen to two podcasts to go perspective on how we instinctively take things negative. Yeah. Um. Because I instantly thought Justin was just correcting me, so we're connecting no, everything yeah. right now, right? It's all coming together. It's bro. all coming together. But back on topic for this week, we talked last week about God's will, and we started kind of hinting at this idea of. We encounter these times in life where we have what we call an earthly decision to make. What house to buy, a job, who do we marry, do I buy a car, where do I go to school? We have these Titan-esque decisions. <laughs> and we, we started last week by really talking about God's primary concern is with you morally and spiritually in connecting mm-hmm. to Him. Mm-hmm. And that's where you need to focus to start with. And so we're going to kind of continue this conversation with the assumption that you have that understanding. That, yeah. that God's primary desire and will for your life is for you to know Him. And the way He reveals that to you is through His Word. Yep. And so once again, if you, you if that's new to you, that's like, oh, what did they talk about last week? Go back and listen to that one because we're going to move forward now. Yeah, everything everything on this podcast assumes you understand that. Yes, and and are and are moving forward with it. Yes, and so we're going to move forward now with. So, how do you seek out and find God's will with these big earthly questions that yeah. that a lot of times can distract us, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so we really want to break that down with a couple of things. So we're going to start, and we're going to give you some like kind of litmus test, um, and then we're going to kind of point out some affirmations to look around, and then we're going to end that with really just kind of a big challenge. If, if, if that's how I'm going to say it, with one thing to walk away from on, on how you do that. And so to start with, when you get to these decisions, do I buy this house? Do we change jobs? Do I marry this person? Do I go to college? One of the first kind of red lights or, or things that we always ask is, number one, is it sinful? Mm-hmm. Is it something that goes against God's word and God's desire blatantly for your life? Is it something that you know is wrong? And for me, in my experience, there's a lot of times where I might be weighing an earthly decision, and really what happens is in the back of my head, I know it's not the right decision, and it's just my sinful desire making the push. Yeah. Do I need to buy this new car? Why do I want the new car? Right. Because I want to enjoy this, and I want to look cool, and I want it to be about me. Yeah, and a little caveat that buying a new car isn't necessarily a sinful thing. No, yeah. But... Going back to why part one and understanding your relationship with the Lord and why that's so fundamental and understanding that is some of these decisions aren't necessarily good or bad, yeah. but the motive behind it yep. and the flesh behind it can be good or bad. And so, hey, I want this vehicle, but is it is this going to put me in a in a bad situation? Buying the car itself is not a sin, but my motive behind it right. could be a sin. And yep. so that's why we have to be grounded to go, who are we are who we are in Christ and make sure we're spiritually foundationally grounded so we can make a, a good basis of decisions yeah. to to avoid falling into some of these pitfalls. And and there's 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 a lot of times like when you when we talk about the sinful aspect of it, like a lot of times these decisions will not be 
just like Justin said, they're not directly sinful, mm-hmm. but you want to look at the motive. And it could be like there's a new job opportunity that's come up, but it's going to put you in a place to be tempted more. Like it's got a lot of travel. You're away from your family. You're away from accountability. Or it puts you in a situation where you're disconnecting from the family of God when you don't have to. Right. You know, there are jobs that don't allow you to be here on a Sunday morning or to engage in person in worship on a Sunday, and you've got to find other means to do that. But if there's an option on the table and you don't have to do that, that's very, very different. Mm-hmm. And so when we first start with this, the blatant and the obvious one is, is is there a sinful motive or something sinful behind it? Mm-hmm. And so you always want to check that one. The second one is kind of the opposite side of the coin, is which of these options or does this opportunity put you in a place where you can grow closer to God? Yeah. So you flip that negative and now you look at it on the positive side is just like answering kind of similarly the same questions. Is it going to put you in a place where you have more time to engage with God and the people of God? Yeah, is it spurring on your growth, yes. your spiritual growth and your relationship with the Lord? Does it allow you um, more time with Him or does it, or does it again, continue to, to set you and your life up to go, I'm going to continue to follow down this path of, of following the Lord? Yeah, and and something that always happens when anytime, if you're especially talking about um, school, job, any type of major transition in your life, for the first six months to a year, you're relearning that aspect of your life. Mm-hmm. Whether it's marriage, whether it's a job, whatever it is, you really are going to lose your rhythm mm-hmm. and have to reestablish your rhythm. And that can be a good thing. It can be a bad thing. You know, if you're all of a sudden going into a new job, but you've got to go through three months of training that require you to dot, 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 there's an evaluation there of, okay, is this going to enable me to grow closer to God or push me in the other direction? And that's something that we really, really definitely for sure need to be aware of. The next one is this. Does me making this decision, like if I move forward with this or I pick this option, am I relying on God or does this put me in a position where I'm relying on my own power, Mm. right? Because we want to rely more and more on God. And there's a lot of times we try to do the math in our head, especially if it's financial. Yeah. Like here's the thing with like when it comes to financial is we do the math and we go, okay, I'm going to make this decision because I need to do this to make sure we have money to, or so that we can get money to dot, 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 dot. Yeah. And a lot of times that can be a distraction. Now there are times when there's a practical wisdom side of that. And we'll get to that one here in a minute. But you want to make sure that you're relying on God to do that. And let's just go ahead and get to that one. The next one is this. Um, is it spiritually wise? Mm. And and I say spiritually wise. I will also sprinkle in there. But like That's where there's a big practical that there's certain decisions that you know, hey, if you do this, then this has to happen, which affects this. So, example, mm-hmm. you take a job on the other side of the country. Then your family has to move. Then you're mm-hmm. moving away from your family, like to Texas. Have you ever done that, Justin? Yes, yeah, that's, a that's been a thing. It's yep. been a thing. Okay, yep. funny. All right, <clears throat> but what does that look like practically? Does it does it does it hinder other relationships that don't need to be hindered? Does it put strain where strain doesn't need to happen? Mm-hmm. Does it put you at risk in a way that doesn't need to risk? And here's what gets really funny: if you take the first one we said, which is the sinful one, and you take the wisdom one those can work together in really funny ways Mm. because we can sometimes, and this is kind of a warning light, we can make a quote unquote wise decision that has a sinful motive. Mm. Yeah. You see, yeah. You see what happens there. And on the other side of the coin, you also can use that understanding of the sinful desire to highlight where a wise decision is. Yeah. And I think too, 
along those same lines, you mentioned uh, in one of those tests, those litmus tests to go, are we relying on <clears throat> something about, are we relying on God's wisdom, or our own wisdom? Yeah. And, and honestly, man, and this is, this is confession. I've been in this situation to where it's been, I've been relying on God. Oh God, please open the door. But bam, as soon as that door is open, I've got it. Thank you. And I've, yeah. you've, you've, you've given me the job or you've given me the opportunity and now I can handle it from here. And that's, and that's, and that's another twisted one where it's like, Oh God, give me a sign. Like, will you open this door? Yeah, the door's open. Cool, got it. And then you just you leave them. Oh high man, you want to talk about one of the major misses in my life? <laughs> yeah, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. That's it. That's it right there. Like, if you if you look at look at where I mess up as a pastor, a lot of times is I will feel led by God to do this, to teach this, to start this program, to do whatever. But then I will be like, okay, but I'm gonna figure it out in my wisdom, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And you say like, hey, I'm executing God's will my way. Yep. And that doesn't work yep. either, right? You, you just needed that God's little, yep. that God dust. You yeah, know, like exactly. The, just the, like, that, that blessing. Yes. Hey, God, I need you to, yeah, back to back to our previous podcast. You're yep. looking for that magical blessing to control things yourself. Yep. Yeah. And so let's move to the last one. This one I love, okay, because this is one that I've used um, multiple times in my life that feels like it's the closer of the decision. Like mm-hmm. this one all of a sudden very much gets to be a game changer for me is does it create more gospel opportunities? Mm. Does it put you in a place where God can use you through your life to reach more people for him? And so I had, I'll share this one. So I had to make um, what, I, what, what in, in my opinion was a unwise earthly financial decision a few years ago to sell a house that we almost had paid off, mm. right? I sold a house that we almost had paid off and bought another house. And the key reason, if I'm being really and genuinely honest, was because making that move financially. Now, let me clarify. I didn't wreck our family financially, mm-hmm. okay? But pridefully, I was hanging on to the super ego I win finances mm. of I'm going to buy a house that is too... Uh, difficult and shameful to invite people over to without causing tension in my marriage, but we're gonna have paid for, right? Like, like I bought a dog house for us to live in, and it was gonna be paid for type deal. Like, no, it's, it's extreme. It was a nice house. It's great. It's fine. But I felt like, you know what? My wife has the gift of hospitality, and I don't. And I need to learn this. Mm-hmm. And so we need to move into a situation where we're both okay, routinely inviting people over. Mm-hmm. So that we can we can pour into the lives of others and they can pour into us. So I had to make what looked like in my brain as an unwise earthly financial decision to open the door for gospel opportunities. Yeah, and well, and I was going to say too the <clears throat> as we are pursuing God's will, it doesn't always equate to earthly wisdom. You know, he yeah. his his ways are higher, and so sometimes that hey, why would you? You know, I've been in a situation where it's you have a good job, you get paid well, dual incomes down to one income to, yeah, but you don't have all these other benefits that are associated with this job. Why would you make, because God's, because God is leading me in a direction and because I feel like I need to. And so I think that's a very important thing as we are learning how to make decisions and we are seeking out what God's will is. It it does not always equal A plus B equals C. It, It is you got to understand God's economy is different than earthly economy. Mm-hmm. His wisdom is higher and different than our wisdom. And so sometimes those those earthly, like 
oh, that does make a lot of earthly sense. And man, I can really see yep. how that worked. Or it sounds like you were making a crazy decision, but God has always been faithful when I look back over my yep. life to go, man, that seemed like a really odd thing for me to do. But as I trusted him and knew him and grew in that situation, um, it ended up working out. Yeah, absolutely. And and the other thing I'll say about this, when we talk about um, earthly wisdom, which if I'm kind of defining that out in more of a felt way, it's kind of like this. We have this logic we've learned. Mm-hmm. Um, we have resources that have spoken into us. And so a lot of times where I get trapped with what I would call earthly wisdom is when I start to think so practically, I leave God out of it. Mm. And you know what position it puts me in? An A or B only decision place. Mm. It puts me in a place where I have to choose between this and that. Those are my only options. One's right. One's wrong. I don't have any leading. Right. I've got to make this decision. I do it without thinking about any of these other aspects of honoring God. And it always leaves me in a bad place. Mm-hmm. And not only that, it leaves me in a bad mental season because mm-hmm. all of a sudden, pre-decision, during decision, and post-decision just become heavy and panicked. Yeah. Because I'm leaving God out of it. Yeah. And so that's a little warning sign we have there. The other thing we want to look at as we as we continue on is what are the things we look for outside those litmus tests to help us kind of lean or move in that direction? So are there any, like, for lack of better phrasings, anything that happens to help us indicate, yes, this is the direction we need to go? And one of the things we mentioned was, do you receive affirmation from other people to mm-hmm. move in that direction? Mm-hmm. And not just, I will, I will say this, not just hearing, and be careful, you don't just want to hear if it's a selfish decision, we have a tendency to go, well, so-and-so said it, so I need to follow it. Yeah, or I can seek out someone who I know is going to give me the answer yes. that I want, and they're going to just go, yeah, man, go for it, you know? Yeah, and so I would clarify this by saying, um, do you receive outside of the norm, but also from spiritually sound people mm-hmm. an affirmation you need to move in that direction? Yeah. And that's something that, that has happened in my life numerous times, yeah. is like, as I've as I've gone through different roles, a lot of times people will step in and when I need to take a different role, a lot of people will say over and over again to me, people that I trust, mentors, whatever, hey, I can see that God has placed this in your heart and you have the ability to do yeah. so. And that's the type of affirmation we're looking for. Yeah, and 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 don't sleep on your spouse, meaning don't don't ignore their wisdom in this. If you if you have a spouse and someone that you are doing life with that you are married to and God is and you guys are in a relationship, God will also be working in their life. Even if it's, you know, your, your, your job, like, Hey honey, should I, should I switch jobs? I am convinced that God will give your spouse that opinion or some direction to go, Hey, I think we need to think about this. And so whether that's a spouse whether that's a pastor in your life, whether that's um, discipleship small groups that you're in, you need to have trusted mentors and individuals in your life that you can run this by and yeah. go, hey, is God is God kind of speaking to you here? Can, can you give me wisdom and take that counsel? Um, because that's what the body does, is, is yeah. it helps us make those decisions. And hopefully those people, again, going back to that part one, they're not just pointing us towards what we want. They're pointing us ultimately towards healthy spiritual growth and what what is next in God's moving in our life. Yeah, and and to echo that, I think when you're in a situation where you're trying to make a decision that doesn't just affect you, then one of the affirmations is when all the people that it affects feel the led in the same direction. Yeah. And so like one for one for me personally was um me and my wife I think spent 3 years disagreeing 
how we fell led to school our kids. Mm. And we had like one, I mean, this was my, my son was like two. So we had, we had three and a half years until he started school. Right. And so she felt one way. I felt the other. We had one heated argument kind of came to the end of it when he was about two. And we said, how about this? We've got some time. Let's just pray that God leads our heart both in the same direction. And he did. Mm. As we closed in on time for him to start school, we started having conversations that were like, you know what? We're both starting to feel that this is the answer. Mm-hmm. And that's that's one thing you need to know when we talk about that affirmation is if it involves multiple people, you want to look for that unified direction God is pulling you. Mm-hmm. And it don't be afraid. You don't necessarily get there overnight. Right. That can be a journey. The next one we want to put point out is this as far as what you're looking for. If your desire, and what we mean by this is a godly desire, not a sinful desire. So when we go back to part one of this, mm-hmm. if it's through your relationship with God and Him shaping you into who He wants you to be, to become more like Christ, to know Him more deeply, then you know that your desire and His desire are starting to become parallel. And so a lot of times when we're making those earthly decisions, our desire, God, God will put in us a desire to move towards His will. Mm-hmm. And so we'll want it, yep. so to speak. All mm-hmm. of a sudden, it'll be something we desire. And when we evaluate it and kind of check some of those litmus tests that it's not sinful, it creates gospel opportunity. It is a wise decision. It does rely on God. It allows me to grow closer to God. All of a sudden, you can start to have a desire. And you can think about that if you want a really big, like, blown-up version of it, of, like, how does someone go on the mission field into a third-world country who grew up in a first-world country with all these luxuries? Well, it's because the desire has grown within their hearts to get to that place to where they, in their minds, like that's what they have to do, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think as we pursue God's will for our lives, he He is faithful to push us towards a place of contentment, meaning I don't think that, hey, I need, a, I need to get this car so then I can be d- discontent and get a better car and I need to, or no. this better job. Like, <clears throat> I think he, excuse me, I think he, pushes us to a place of resting in him and resting in contentment. And so I think that's another test too, to go, Hey, as you're looking, is this, this, is this a decision that I need to make? Is it bringing you at peace with the Lord? Is it bringing you contentment? Yeah. And not, and not like it's making me happy. Cause it's not all about right. happiness. It's about holiness. It's about obedience. But I think in my own life, when I look back and I go, Hey, I feel like God is calling me here or wants me to do this thing or that yeah. thing and I'm making the decision as I pursue that I have a peace about it yeah. I have a contentment about it Absolutely. and I feel like everything is is good yeah and I think one of the things you said and I'll just kind of throw this one out there really quick and then we'll sum up um, along with that one of the things he talked about was that repetitive discontent mm. is I think that's a warning sign that you need to like hold up Mm. Right, if like, iPhone theory, like right, you know, you got to get the new one. Oh, what's right. different? Uh, this one smells like lavender, like whatever it is, you know. Like if if that if you look back and you're trying to like you're stressing out over that decision, but you realize like you've been at this decision before and it's just been oh yeah it was great and then it became discontent. Mm-hmm. Oh it was great and then it became discontent. I think that's a hold up. Yeah, like I think there needs to be some evaluation. Well, there. I think there there's a you might need to go all the way back to part one. Yeah, and that, in that relationship with the yep. Lord and go. Did you miss something there? Because if it's if you're not content in that, if it's if it's a continual, I've got to make a God's will decision every other month because I'm just not satisfied. Um, let's go back to part one and and you work on your relationship with the Lord because I think ultimately 
He is our satisfaction. He is the one that yeah. makes us content. And all these other earthly temporal things around us, they're just things. They're just decisions. They're they're ways for us to survive here on this earth by yeah. making money or careers yeah. or, or stepping into what God's you know designed us to do. And again, not throwing that out and saying these decisions don't matter. But again, kind of how we ended part one was if we have got that solid relationship, this is our Father's world. We are His. He is in control. And as we face decisions, if they're not sinful, if they point us towards God, if they give us more opportunities to tell others about Him and to know Him, um, then just make a decision and go for it. And that's been one of the most freeing things for me in my life is I had someone share that with me as I was faced with some decisions, them to go, either decision sounds wonderful. Either decision God can be glorified in. And so maybe He's just wanting you to make a decision. And so... That could be part of it for you as you're yep. listening to this. Which one do I choose? Just choose. If it's if it's yeah, God honoring, just choose. Go do something. Don't get paralyzed and not move forward. You know, ask those people. Ask your spouse. Yep. Ask those people in your life. Seek the Lord, and then faithfully step into it and trust. Yeah, and I think I think that's I think that's our ender right there. Like I think that's what what we had down is you get to a point where. Maybe you just need to make a, or not maybe you just need to make a decision and go. Mm-hmm. Like if it's not sinful, if it's something that can glorify God, you're sitting there and it's do I go right? Do I go left? What do I do? Man, just make a decision and go. Yeah. Don't 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 overly stress and allow it to become a spiritual distraction. Right. Hung up on one right. earthly decision. Like and that's what we don't want. And that's the beauty. If you're walking with the Lord, then it's not a, it's not a am I, am I is God in this? You know He's in this because you're walking with Him daily. And so now it's just a. This or that, left or right, A yep. or B. And so it's just make a decision because he is he and his word has promised us he's faithful to be with us and go with us. And so if yep. we're connected to him, hey, go forward in faith and just live life. You yeah, know? absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's a great place to end today. I think we actually, as you and me were talking before this one, we have one more we want to do on God's will. And it's when God leads us down a path and then closes the door. Mm. What do you do then? How does that work? Does God do that? We're going to talk about that next week. Once again, thanks for joining us. We hope this was helpful. We hope this gets you thinking a little bit deeper and moving and growing closer to God. If you got any questions, want to make a comment, have a suggestion for a topic, you can email matt at richfork.com or justin at richfork.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.